Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Humans, after 12 years and over 600 episodes, we are parting ways with Earwolf and Stitcher. And we are ready to take it to the next level. Happy to announce Brett and I are starting a new home at improvforhumans.com. We're building a platform not just to continue the show, but to create a hub for you all to go deeper into the craft of improv with me, some other guests, and I will also present a ton of bonus content. Improv for Humans isn't going anywhere, humans. You will still find new ad-supported episodes every week for free. The same as always, but now with our new Rule of Four. Yes, the Rule of Four subscription. You can get ad-free new episodes every week with bonus scenes. Exclusive access to the entire back catalog. All ad-free. For new improv education podcasts, I'll be calling the Professor Besser series. Rather, it's an umbrella for all these podcasts where I'll break down classic improv for human scenes, take questions from my members-only Discord, explore, debate the craft of improv and comedy with other improv comedy experts, comedians you know, plus humans. I have in Bester's Attic these VHS tapes, these high tapes from the 90s, the 2000s, my alternative comedy adventures I will share with you and talk about with accompanying podcast. In addition to the Professor Besser comedy education deep dive feed, whatever you want to call it, I'll have a whole other feed called Best Taste in the Universe, where me and other guests we deep dive on, yes, music and sci-fi. The best taste in music, the best taste in sci-fi. Plus, you get all four of our premium limited series that Brett and I made. Stolen Idea, My Dead Wife, The Robot Car, The States of Perfection, Besser versus The Audience. All this I've said. Only $4 a month. Improper Humans, $4 a month. Or sign up for a year for $40 for two months worth of savings, humans. If you get four people to sign up for a yearly plan with your own referral link, you'll get one-fourth off your own subscription. See what I'm doing with fours there? 25% off. I'd rather say one-fourth off your own subscription, humans. Leaving a corporate network carries risk. We produce a podcast where we pay three guests. That's not easy for us to do by ourselves, but we feel it's a labor of love for Brett and I. We love this show. We love doing the show. want to continue to doing it by subscribing. You are not only allowing us to make new episodes, you're going to support our ensemble as well as empowering these new ideas, these new... The new content, these new podcasts I'll be putting out. And we'll be looking at what cities and theaters you're coming from when you subscribe. 
And if enough people from your theater city sign up, I'll come to you in person for a workshop, a show. So now, humans, when I say keep being human, we now have a place to do improv, to do comedy, to talk about it, to learn about it, and maybe even a little dash of sci-fi music on the side. So humans, go to Improv for Humans right now, improvforhumans.com right now. Get a subscription and spread the word for the sake of humanity. Welcome to Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. That is me, Andy Daly, Sean Conroy, Brett Morris. We are not stepping stones any longer. No, sir. No. We are out. We are our own boulder for no one to step on. We're out in the middle here for Andy, let's get let's do the uh, monkeys version. <laughs> this is for Andy, right? Yes, not yeah. for you. No. The monkeys did that song. Oh, you've never heard the monkeys version? Oh, I didn't recognize that first song as not your stepping yeah. stone. No. <laughs> Welcome to Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. That's me, Andy Daly. Not yeah. for Sean. Not for me. <laughs> no, I got another one for you. <laughs> oh, you got another one for me? Oh, great. All right. <laughs> the other one. Daly's a big Monkees fan. Very big Monkees fan. I, I, I can't say the Monkees version rocked any less hard than that. whatever that Seriously. was. Seriously. Are you fucking You can me? say Wait, that. Wait, Brett, you agree I, with that? Kind of. I don't know. It sounded great to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Like it had a good, great. No, I mean, like it had like ding, 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 ding. Oh, you, you want to go back to which? No, go back to the monkeys for a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it really started out powerfully. Well, that, wh- who's that? Wait a minute, that's Sex Pistols. Oh, yeah. That's not the monkey. That was for Sean. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> Ripped the wrapping paper off that one. I'm laughing because how cute it is compared to the minor threat version. You think that rocks? That's yes! That's the wrecking crew bringing it. (laughs) (laughs) Sound. Let's go back to a minor threat. (laughs) But just needle drop it in the middle. I think the monkeys could kick minor threat's ass. That just hits my core right there. Mm. Listen to that part, Andy. Oh, shit. <laughs> Peter Tork lost. This yeah, it's like the monkeys The monkeys are enjoying themselves and Minor Threat is just fucking ripping it up, you know? <laughs> Let's do Sex Pistols, which is right in the middle and for Sean. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Needle drop in the middle, though. The Sex Pistols okay. did this song, too? 
Uh-huh. They have a good version too, I gotta say. It's kind of exactly in the middle. Like speed-wise, Brett. Ugh, just Johnny Rotten. It's just it's a great singer. It makes me want to be in the middle of a group of people and throw my body at people, you know, and go, how do you like <laughs> <Yeah>. that, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we cut to... Uh, after the concert. Yeah, the mosh pit was crazy. That one guy though, did you hear him? He was getting in the in people's ear going, How do you like that bitch? When he was slam dancing? Did did he come up against I you? heard him yeah, yeah. And he hit me a bunch of times and called me bitch every single time he hit me. I was like, I kept trying to tell, I was like, I don't know how to stop this. And at some point I said, I don't like it. Like, I just thought maybe that's what I, you know what I mean? Well, I have no problem with physical contact. Someone elbowing me in the face, but like when, and he said that the same thing over and over again, like he hit me a few times. Yeah. How well, do you I, like that bit? As you is. know, I do there have a problem. Oh, oh shit. Hey, oh. hey guys, are, are you, are you bitches? Okay. Hey man, why do you keep calling us bitches? We're not, I don't consider myself a bitch. I oh, think you get the mosh pit attitude, dude. Really? I think I do. I was just hurling myself around with abandon and I just wanted to know if you were enjoying it. That's an aggressive phrase. How do you like that bitch? No. Even, even if when I say it calmly like that, it's still. I surprised myself self with my own aggressiveness. It's I didn't hard, you mean, can't say that calmly. I when I say bitch, I just mean like pal or buddy or fucker, like that kind of thing, you know? Or fucker? Yeah, like hey fucker. And are How you do really you like that fucker? That would have also been a bad that would have been the same. But I don't I don't I'm not hearing. How I know do you, you like that pal. I don't know. What do you think, Andy? How do you like that pal? It still sounds you like, like you're trying to give it to me instead of us all dancing together. That's the issue, you know, because it's not you're not asking. I don't think you're really asking for feedback. I think you're saying by saying, how do you like that? You're saying, well, you know, wasn't it wasn't that great? Wasn't that amazing? How, what are you going to do about it? It's more like yes. that's what it really is. It's what are you going to do feedback. about it? Right. It's not a Yelp review for. I see, I see it totally. Pit. I see it totally That's differently. I am. I am. It's almost like I'm doing a marketing survey, like trying to get this exactly right. Like, are you actually you, seriously? You're asking for feedback when you say we how cut you like to that? we cut to that that same mosh pit a half hour earlier. Where actually with another uh, mosh pitter, he's successfully getting an interview. What'd you say? How do I like that? Yeah, bitch. Well. Your elbow to the face was pretty good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's some more. The band's not loud enough. The band could be louder. And it's not hot enough in here. I like it super hot. This is so helpful. I appreciate it so much. <clears throat> Thanks for letting me provide feet. Excuse me, bitch. I wanted to tell you that I really liked it. Could you mark that down? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll put it in my little uh, marketing journal. Yes. All right. Thanks, bitch. I'm tr I appreciate you using the same lingo. First of all, <laughs> thanks so much, buddy boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, no back problem. to that, that other conversation. 
All right. So Maybe yeah, just just a semantics misunderstanding, which often happens in the mosh pit. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I, I really look. I am sorry if I. I get it. You. You're a bitch and hey fucker. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Thanks so much, you fucking assholes. Oh man, it's feel just, it just. I feel like feel you're good. really pushing it now. I feel like you're seeing what you can say. No, no, I meant that. So now you the... call us bitches and fuckers and assholes. Yeah, I'm trying to take the power out of language. <laughs> Is that a good goal? I think Why so. Is that a good goal because there's so much out hostility in the language? world. Yeah. What if we could all just call each other fucking assholes and no one would care? I think that is what is happening. No, is, because I by think. By the way, yeah, yeah, I think that's what Michael Richards said as his excuse after he. Well, he's he used some terrible language. The idea of taking power out of language. I don't know, bitch. It seems wrong. How did that feel for you? Um, actually, now that it's been thrown around so much, it actually felt kind of natural. Like it wasn't a big deal. I'm not your stepping stone. I'm not your stepping stone. Let's talk some more about that. I have to stop it there because that's kind of how I'm teaching my daughter uh like it just the word fuck just comes up in just so many songs i listen to mm. and it's become a joke in the car for me to turn and go are you all right mm. so so you made a different choice from a lot of parents who have kids and decide they're only going to listen to kid, kid friendly music after that but it's so ridiculous yeah to n- to think the word fuck is gonna hurt you or the word bitch is her mom's podcast is bitch sesh. I mean, <laughs> we can't, you can't talk yes. about that around the house, huh? But we can, that, that's, that's the thing. It's like, we, I don't know what we try to teach her context about everything, right? Just everything. Our 11-year-old has, of course, stumbled upon all these words herself, and they make her uncomfortable. Like, there are songs that she listens to that have the F word in them, and then she'll she'll try to get ahead of it and skip it for our benefit. <laughs> Is it because you're in the room the same yeah. way I didn't like watching a, a naked lady with my parents in a movie? Yeah, that is what it's like. It's like, I don't mind. I'm perfectly fine hearing this word myself, but not with my dad. (laughs) And do you think she enjoys hearing that song? Oh, yeah. When you're not there, it's almost she enjoys it more because it does have that word. I don't know. I don't know. I do think she actually is because she will say unprompted that there will be like kids at day camp who curse and she really doesn't like it. I think... I think she's listening to the songs in spite of the curse words at this point. <laughs> I think she really, they make her uncomfortable. So Sid, Sydney came back from camp and besides us having to destroy the Santa Claus myth, which I've already talked about. Um, another thing she brought up just out of nowhere was uh, what's 69. <laughs> 
So, so and we just said it's something, you know, adults do. It's, uh, I don't know, when they make love or something like that. We gave some general vague answer. What but, is 69? <laughs> <laughs> you only 6'6". Six, six, <laughs> um, but uh, how funny is it that number... It's like, will, will that go yeah. through hundreds of years? Will like 500 years from now, that number, because numbers will still be around, I assume. So will that still be a funny number and a sexual number and a number used to describe? Because other things might go away, like the and, term blowjob or something. And it is such a funny number. Like, it, I mean, I don't mean that sincerely, but like it is the go-to number for people who think they're they're being funny is to say 69. Like it's and even if you're not, even if up. you don't think that, Sean, if you're like, if you're at a deli and that's your number and they're like, who's next? You're like, ah, 69. Mm -hmm. you, like, you don't, you don't want to say 69. Well, what's fucked up about that is if I'm at a deli and I get the number 69, I always feel like I have to stand on my head until they call my number. You know? <laughs> it's 96, asshole. <laughs> Yeah, they the probably fact that don't have a sixty-nine uh, at Delis. The they they could reconfigure bingo boards so that there is no sixty-nine on there easily enough. But uh, the fact that that's on there, I feel bad for all the old people <laughs> having to hear that number all the time. So you think it's a you think it's a big bingo conspiracy, like big bingo? Let's cut to, get to uh, it's Sunday night <laughs> at the big uh, retirement communities uh, common hall. Hi, are you calling? You're calling the bingo again tonight, right? I certainly am. Every okay. Sunday. Oh, boy. A lot of us have been discussing. Can you um, get. You want me to say the numbers louder and say everyone twice? I can do that. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm pretty sure I got that one out there. I don't need to say it a second time. And I try to read the room. But you're not the but first. No, person it's to more say. about one of the numbers. Oh, a very are, specific are, number. Are two numbers together in a certain order? Ooh, well, it's, it's really one nine. number. It's one number. It, it, well, it is. It's sixty-nine. Yes, it's a six oh. and a nine, and together separately they're fine. But when you say sixty-nine, you seem to you seem to lean into it you a little. relish it you're very lascivious you, the way you say what it. are you talking about i don't know what you're talking about if you what threw a, it away it wouldn't be a big deal yes what it uh, sounds uh, like you're getting yourself excited when you mention it you're absolutely look i'll do a 67 68 69 70 71 you, I say, wish, you can't help yourself yeah. i don't even think you hear yourself i wish i had a recorder and, um <laughs> I, it's just like Cecilia any other number to Cecilia last week, she, she said she wasn't coming this week and she's not here right now because of your 69 she, she, shenanigans. It also seems like you call that number more than it's logical. That that that's a serious accusation. That's a serious <laughs> accusation. If you're suggesting that there's more than one 69 ball in here. I'm sorry Nor to interrupt. Is I'm sorry to interrupt, but Donald, did you not know that Cecilia passed away this week? <gasps> I'm sorry to break it to you this way. <laughs> oh, well, that's there a, was a reason she wasn't here. That's a lot better than her being so offended by me that she doesn't come to the bingo. I'm I don't think it's better. Thank you better. for saying I that. I don't think it's better. 
Look, when the Two balls can be true. That's when true. the balls come up and I I, I grab hold of one of the balls. Okay, you see that's turn the other it over thing. In when my you hand. reach for the balls, you say the word balls like there's five A's and four L's in the word balls. Uh, what do you mean? I say, ladies, this thing is full of balls. <laughs> you say what? it as if it's a double entendre when it's really just a single entendre. It's like I feel like we're in an Oscar Wilde play. <laughs> I, I don't know how many entendres there are. I don't keep track. I'm just saying, ladies, the balls are in here, and I'm going to reach in and grab them with my hand and turn it over and nice and gentle. Sometimes even when you say that you're not grabbing a 69, you're like, I hope it's going to be 69. Oh, it's not 69. So sometimes even when it's not 69, you're still bringing up 69. So we beg of you tonight, it's time to begin. Just know six or nine together. Can I, can I, ask, a, can I ask a very specific question about a thing that happened a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> Certainly. When you said the, the hopper was stuck, and you said, let me lube yes. up my finger and slide it on in here. <laughs> I felt That's like what you do when the hopper gets stuck. It just felt, <laughs> it just felt like, said, yeah. let's see if I can come to fix it, which is an odd phrasing. <laughs> you were saying, let me work it up and down, work it, work it, work it. I don't understand. This is how you fix it when the hopper is broken. Now, look, you got your little blotter there, okay, to mark out the spots on the board. Every, I want everybody to just go grab the shaft of your blotter. Shaft. Yeah. I never just know. grab the shaft of that. And, oh, God. And we'll play. <laughs> and I'll make sure the hopper is fine. We I'll cut go ahead to uh, forty-five minutes later. It's uh, <laughs> it's at that point where almost everyone's cards are filled up, and but there hasn't been a bingo in a, in a good seven minutes. Intentions are high. This is ridiculous. And uh, well, look, there's okay. I got the next one. I have it in my hand. Just Great. call it. Just say I, it. I have been asked not to say it. It has been suggested to me that the ball I hold in my hand killed Cecilia. <laughs> At least he just said bull, not bull. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying very hard to be very good tonight. I'm trying to say ball, ball. I only have one ball. I've got a ball in my hand and I, and I don't... I'll tell you what, cover your ears if you're sensitive. It's it's 69, isn't it? Just we'll say it. It's it's 69. That's the ball. I'm not going to say it in a weird way. It's 69. It's the 69 ball. Just say uh, it. It doesn't count if you don't call it. I have to say it. All yes, right, but I'm but don't here it comes. Just say it because I've gotten like 7 bings in a row and I'm sick of it. It's time to move on. Okay, here we go. Under the O, mutual oral sex. Oh, my gosh. Oh, can you oh, say oh, the numbers? Oh. 
<laughs> oh no! What have I done? Oh my God! What have I done? I mean, oh damn it! And it's kind of like when one person starts vomiting, it makes another person want to vomit. When they see that vomit, like it, it starts spreading like wildfire. People start these old people start having heart attacks because of the uh, sixty-nine innuendo becoming not innuendo at all. <laughs> Our oh, top no. story tonight in a local home for the aged. A mass death was reported because of the sexually suggestive bingo caller. <laughs> In other news, oh, time for a commercial. There's a hurricane and an earthquake <laughs> in L.A. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Humon, to unlock the bonus scene, you must subscribe to the ad-free version of the show, exclusively available at improv4humans.com. Remember when we didn't trust the weather when we were kids? And that was a joke. That was like a hack joke was, uh, can't trust what the weatherman on the news says. I feel that way about the weather app on my phone. I'm always like, this has a margin of error of plus 10 degrees every day <laughs> it's always so much hotter than that thing says really i feel like i'm so impressed like with the rain yesterday it complete like it has it'll show you how much it's going to be raining at what hour i'm like there's no way this is going to track and there was, sure there enough, was stuff did. coming up on my phone that was like minute by minute it was like 20 minutes after it's going to be this level 40 minutes after it's going to be this level <laughs> But I also think the accuracy of the weather, like that's kind of what happened is everybody predicted the weather was going to be apocalyptic and it wasn't really, you know? What did you think? What did I think? When you you heard it, did you believe, because if you heard, uh, earthquakes never predicted, but mm-hmm. what in Southern California? Uh, well, a wildfire, obviously. <laughs> you can't predict it. It's happening. Right. I My thought, having been through this a few times on the East Coast, I was like, oh, this is going to be nothing. You know? Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like people get so... And I, I don't know. What, what do I know? But it feels like... I would say it's a product of the 24-hour news cycle, but I can remember the same thing happening when I was in college. Like, we got a day off from school when I was in college and everybody taped up their windows and stocked up on cereal from the dining hall. And it was because a hurricane was coming and nothing happened. It drizzled, you know, there was one dude in my neighborhood hammering, hammering on his house. Wow. (laughs) Really emphatic. I couldn't tell exactly what he was doing, but it definitely had something to do with the storm. I was like, this guy, but also you don't want to be, guy that doesn't prepare if you mm-hmm. underestimated something but uh yeah i got so weird. many text messages from relatives back east 
all day long. It was so funny. And I just had to just keep responding. We're fine. It's fine. It's just a rainy day. And then, and then the earthquake. Wow. Oh my God. An earthquake. Just like, we didn't feel it. Well, we, <laughs> everything's fine. We're having a typical Saturday in our house. We, we cut to the uh, Thanksgiving gathering in the middle of the country of Daly's. Hey, Andy, I, I heard the hurricane and the earthquake. They didn't end up being much. Oh, yeah. Maybe for some people, but not for us. It was just a rainy day. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you mind mm-hmm. playing it up a little bit more? Because a lot of the people here aren't from the coast. It's just. Oh. And I told people, I don't know. I told some people and they might've told some people that it was a little bit more. You told people after it, after the hurricane, you told well, them. I we t- really remember I texted lot? you. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked if you were okay and you said you were, and I said, are you sure? Yeah. You didn't and believe you me? You said yes. And I said, are you, sh- have you boarded up your windows? And anyway, right. you kind of argued with me in the text. Oh, well, it's hard to get the tone right in text, but I was just trying to make clear we're fine and everything we don't we don't need to do anything special. We did we took down some of the wind chimes in the backyard cuz we thought they might be annoying. Bing bong. Oh. Who's this? Okay. Here, come get that with me. Bing yes, bong. my pleasure. Oh, hello. hello. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. I brought a cranberry thing here. Here, here. you go. Oh, I'll take oh, that. Oh, my God, Andy. It's so good yeah. to see you. Get in here. Come oh. here, you. Oh, oh you're still you. alive. Unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't believe yeah. you made it through. What a fucking survivor you are. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Some well, people don't adapt to these things, but you got through it. You're so strong. What an yeah. inspiration. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it was. It was. It was something else. It was really. Oh, yeah, it was wild. man. I can't believe you're still alive. Some, it was crazy. Yes. Thank you. It was to have both of those things. Yeah. The storm and the <clears throat> earth. Yeah. Earthquake at the same time. Thank you. Well, oh, boy. I'll, I'll get oh, it. I open the door. My. Yeah. So, uh, there he is. Oh, hi. Good God. Look hey. at you. <laughs> How are you? Happy Look at you. Yeah. Let me shake you. Isn't it uh, amazing? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 uh. Let me pick you up and give you a big you hug. Oh. <laughs> Is this what an earthquake feels like? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You. So you guys, uh, you all heard about how we had the... The hurricane in the air. What? What did you hear about it exactly? What? What were you told? Well, it was all over the news. Yeah, the hurricane, earth, terrible, awful things fall time. down, come down. It's flooding and different walls. Okay, yeah, that's that's how it was. That's just right. It was walls. What walls. was the worst one? The hurricane the, or the earthquake? Mm, oh, I guess such a I'd, good question. Yeah, good question. I guess for me, well, it would be an earthquake. Oh, you don't know. The Here we go. It's Thanksgiving again. You don't know. It depends how big the earthquake is. How big was it, Andy? It was uh, 5.1. But, you know, I mean, each point on that scale, it's exponential. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, it's pretty big. 5.1. So 5.1 is like a 6. <laughs> it's like basically a 6. You can yeah. round it up to a 6. I'm yeah. glad it wasn't a 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Did you read about that? All those old people died. That was now that was a real Don't change the subject. Oh, all right. It all depends right. where the epicenter of the earthquake is. 
How close were you to it, Andy? I'm sure far away compared to that hurricane. Uh, Yeah, we were not that close, to tell you the truth. What? I'm sorry. Well, it depends, because... we're really what matters is the fault line and we were on the we so we were directly on it and and it but was But you were crazy. next to the fault line. It was terrible. It was just just everything you yeah every, whatever everything she said to all you guys about how bad it was is true. It was really, I just looked it up on my phone. It was in Ohio. You don't live in Ohio? No, no, that's true. That's yeah, that's a little further north, but it was Ohio. This that's is not That's not where he lives. This is fucking crazy. uh, What, what, what? What's crazy? Did you get affected by it at all? Did it even shake you? Uh, Did you lose anyone? Oh. (laughs) Okay. Did a book fall off the shelf? (laughs) (laughs) No, guys, actually, no. I I heard about an earthquake and- I knew it! Oh. It was the hurt! Hurricane, he survived. No, the hurricane was Tell also, about the hurricane, it was, Andy. It, That's it, the real death-defying survival story in this family. You know what? It didn't even trigger our sump pump in the... It was nothing. It was like, as a rainy day, it was like kind of a middling rainy day for us by our standards. <laughs> this is so fucking crazy. What? I can't yeah. believe it. So I'm you sorry, didn't survive shit. No, I really didn't. I'm I signed sorry. up because you survived this. It gave me the courage to finally sign up for a base jumping camp. And I'm supposed to go to <laughs> Snake River in Twin Falls, Idaho to jump off a bridge there. <laughs> and now I'm terrified. Me? I I mean, if that's something you want to do, you should go through with it. But please don't. Not on my. I don't want to go through with it anymore, but I can't get my deposit back. We cut we cut to uh, the next Thanksgiving. (laughs) And it's a rather sad, somber one because that relative. Did um, jump off the bridge (laughs) and survive that one. But then the next one. An antenna jump. Um, did not survive. And that's what they're talking about as Andy walks into the Thanksgiving gathering. That's right. Oh, my God. Smashed her skull on the way. Hey, everybody. What's going on? There he is. Happy Thanksgiving. Hi. No, it's not. It's just Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's not even Thanksgiving. It's just giving because there's nothing to be thankful for. And barely that. Oh, just yeah. just going to eat. It's fucking dinner. That's what it is. It's a dinner with a bunch of sad people yeah. who are related with one. Yeah. Because of your the, bullshit the about the storm a, and the earthquake. Wait a minute. No, no. Son are you really? Bitch. Are you seriously blaming me? I can't believe you'd me? show your face around here. You're blaming me? That's you not came fair. came in here last year with your big, big motivational stories about how you should take risks in your life and see what happened. Listen. If, Maybe you can be like me and survive terrible things. I, if he had died on the original jump from the bridge, I might feel a little more responsible because he couldn't get the <laughs> deposit back for that one. But he survived that one and then signed up to do the antenna, the big antenna jump. Well, it's that still your is, responsibility. It's like dominoes. It's one domino falls. Yeah, it's just like a domino. Yeah. I, by the way, I ordered Domino's just so you House know. House cards. We're having Domino's for Thanksgiving dinner? I'm not just stepping a stone. No! 
talk some more about that. The Sydney Domino's is like sushi, like something you get. Like, <laughs> all right, special occasion. Let's spend some money. It's really funny. Get some yeah. Domino's. Kids are, yeah, it's really funny. That's what KFC was like for me as a kid. It felt like yeah. such a special occasion. It's, it's special we, occasion because it's so gross. <laughs> we, I took the girls down to Long Beach to the aquarium down there, and there is a Gladstones that you can eat at, and I consider that to be a pretty good restaurant. There's also mm. a Bubba Gump shrimp that you can mm. eat at, and I consider sure. that to be a poor restaurant. Okay. But Bubba Gump shrimp has on the menu, it says on the menu that they have craft macaroni and cheese and both of my children insisted on going to Bubba Gump because they have Kraft macaroni and cheese. And is Bubba Gump based on the yes. movie? Yes. yes, it is. Yeah, that oh franchise exploded right after that movie. They have the, one at City Walk, too. The first time I went to a Bubba Gump shrimp, I don't know if they still do this, but we sat down and the waitress <laughs> come, come, comes by no. and she Box starts asking us. No, no. She starts asking us <laughs> Forrest Gump trivia questions. Like, okay, oh. you guys ready for Forrest Gump trivia? No, I am like, not. I, I, I <laughs> Can we do that? <laughs> I am not because I am not a smart man. Um, well, it's like Outback Steakhouse. Like, that always kills me because I feel like Outback Steakhouse opened in the 80s when being Australian was just huge just Is because that true? of- Crocodile Dundee. I don't know, but that's how I see it in my head. And like, what is the point of of that place? Like, I don't is Australia known for its steaks? <laughs> no. Funny. Yeah, that's a good point. But, but, but Forrest Gump. Point. It was a long time ago, and yes, it was a award winning movie. But I don't think of it as like it's not like Star Wars. It's not like a movie that everybody. <laughs> loves it's like so star real. wars makes good food <laughs> yeah that green go to that a, green liquid is delicious <laughs> that's a good point the food on star wars is not very appetizing that's the one flaw of those movies so what but the, so that movie did get um academy awards so what what movie in your mind deserves a long standing <laughs> a restaurant, restaurant. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what movie deserves a restaurant? They really pushed the shrimp and the chocolates. I, I hope you can get chocolates at that restaurant. I'd be I mad think- if you couldn't. I go, really? You're going to do the whole shrimp good thing? Point. You're not going to give me a box of chocolates? I'll bet you they sell boxes of chocolates in the gift shop at Bubba Gum Shrimp, but they I don't better. know if it's on the menu as a dessert option. They better. Yeah. Uh, I... All I can think of is a movie that like is always gonna is always on your mind is Star Wars, Star Wars or Star Trek as like something that is so ubiquitous in our culture that it deserves a permanent restaurant. <laughs> okay, but that's but that doesn't have a food associated with it. Yeah, mm. right. Like you have to you have to give me something that has Twin a Peaks. food associated. Okay, there you, you get go. The cherry pie. But the, but the, like that's the, but that's a deeper cut. It is, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Green Mile. Thanks for coming in. Is this based on the movie? I believe We're betting so, yes. outside on the sidewalk. Yes, is it is it? a it is a movie based uh, theme restaurant. Yes. Holy shit, guys! Come on in. It is. Mm-hmm. No, 
Is this based on the movie The Green Mile? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, now my what whole is, group is going. Isn't right, that a we'll meet you guys later. We're going to eat here. Yeah, it would be okay if they came in, but you would all have to sit at separate tables. Everyone gets a separate individual. Why is that? Remind me. I can't remember the movie so great. Well, I don't. I I've actually never seen the movie, so. Uh, <laughs> oh no. But uh, you know, it's about uh, some guys who were in jail, and you each get a separate table because those guys were in separate cells. Okay, but we can be next to each other because they were. Sure, you can communicate with other tables. You just can't sit together. Oh, Is look, it, they're little weird walls between the tables. Mm-hmm. Does it take place a on uh, a death row in yes, the Green correct. Mile? Like, mm-hmm. so it's a it's a prisoner who's going to be executed, but he has a magical element to him or something. I'm trying to remember. Yes, that's correct. Uh, so is the is the the meal? Mm-hmm. Again, I've never what, seen the movie, so I can't get into we the just specifics. We know the rules of the restaurant. I, I, Do we well, like get a last meal request? Correct. Yeah, that's you can what I'm say asking. what you want. And the chef will do his best to accommodate you. And there are, they will make substitutions. And are the items on the menu, do they line up with what the main character had as his last meal in the Green Mile? Good question. Do we get our own last meals or do we have to get his last meal? Well, I think it's entirely possible that it lines up with his last meal. But again, I have no. Oh, uh, I can't uh, remember what his last meal was. It was probably something good, right? Probably. You really haven't heard from working here all this time? I have four different jobs. I drive for Uber. I work here. I'm a librarian. And I have a snow shoveling business. Yes. Uh, You could leave that one off the list. The snow shoveling. If if you're just like shoveling people's driveways, I don't know if that counts. But anyway. uh, That's actually the most I make. Well, anyway. (laughs) Doesn't seem like it's not like a job like the other ones. But uh, (laughs) one thing that I've heard about... uh, about last meals for the condemned is that like it, it, it's not like they have like choices of anything. They just have choices of like what's nearby. So like uh, the guards will go out to like a fast food place to get them food. So mm, it's not like they won't get a lobster or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't get like a lobster or whatever like that. Like what unless if there you, happen to be. See, here's yeah. what I would do is I would commit a murder at the end of Cape Cod so that if I went to jail and I was on death row, I could get lobster. You know, I don't know where the prison is in relation to the nearest lobster house. Seems like they would have or, one pretty close by, right? Here's what you could do, though. If you were rich mm-hmm. or you knew somebody that was rich and mm-hmm. you're, you're, you could ask for a food truck. You know what I mean? You could arrange for a food truck to come to the prison and be the nearest place to get food. <clears throat> anyway, right. doesn't have, I would doesn't get, I would get New England this. lobster roll to come. That's what I would you get. Would? Yeah. yeah, but we're not here to rewrite the Green Mile. But what yeah, if they did that in the Green Mile? That would be interesting if they had food trucks come to the prison. What if you got a bunch of food trucks to come and they had to choose? That would be that would be hard because we cut dealing. to three months later and it's the middle of a blizzard like this town hasn't seen in ages. And the guy who was cynical about the uh, snow shoveling job, he's been calling around to all his friends. <laughs> to trying to get some help because he lives down a long driveway and no one everyone's booked and the, the the his regular handyman is sick and all he can think about is that guy that uh uh had the snow shoveling business and we cut to them um uh, meeting at a gas station hey oh i recognize you you're the guy who oh. came into the green mile a couple of months ago 
Yes, I've been looking for you. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. Okay. Like, I had a walk. Do you need here. a ride somewhere? Oh, I can drive you. I I, I have an Uber really? business. Yeah. You do, I know, but this this is the situation. Mm-hmm. I I have a very long driveway, huh. and everybody in my house has to get somewhere, mm. and and I tried to start shoveling it, and immediately threw out my back. I mean, I can't, I cannot. Right. I need right. And I, I remember you saying that you have a snow shoveling business. Whoa, just, well, fuck me! Isn't this fucked up? What's going on right now? Whoa. Because I did say I had a snow shoveling business, and then you basically took a giant dump all over whether or not that was an actual business. I was kind of hoping you wouldn't remember that. Well, I do. I do. do. When somebody insults your livelihood like that. I did not insult. I just think you put it in a list of things that are like, you know. The thing you've grown up aspiring to do. Sure, you do other things because it's seasonal work. You can't work all year as a guy who shovels snow in this part of the country, but... (laughs) It I is just the think thing. of snow shoveling as being like something that a bunch of, you know, teenagers or kids walk <laughs> around with shovels asking for a few dollars to shovel out some old person's driveway. It doesn't seem to me like a real job. And that is my opinion. But I do need my driveway shoveled out. Well, today. Yeah. So that's your opinion. My opinion <laughs> is fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. You know, that's just my opinion. This guy back at his house. You got in an argument with him? Uh, I, yeah, I did. I mean, I hear he is amazing. I how hear could he, he be can, amazing? He can clear a whole driveway in in an hour. Uh, Why were you so mean to him? My I parents are coming in from the airport, and they need the driveway to be cleared. I I know they both have trouble walking. I know. I I. Uh, I did my best. I was just trying to represent myself the way we have spoken about so many times that I need to really like, you know, put myself out there and just let people deal with. You apologize to him. Oh, don't come back. We cut to the green mile. Hi, welcome to the. Oh, hello. How's it going? Well, it's going all right. It's going all right. We're getting some good business since there's a giant, giant snowstorm out and people feel like. Going out and sitting by themselves for a last meal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not actually here to eat, though. Um, no, shocking. I, no, I'm just here to say I'm very sorry what I said about mm. snow shoveling. I think it is a noble calling. I think it is a, a, a serious profession. I think it's very important service to the community. And, I, uh, and uh, yeah. from what I understand, you're uh, you're an artist. You're an artist. At I'm not an artist, but I have my 10,000 hours and I know. So you're you know, very highly know my proficient. my way around a shovel. Yeah. And you've read the tipping point and, mm-hmm. or that was his follow up, I guess. Anyway. Right. I read the uh, Sparks or whatever he's it was called. Great. Yeah. Gladwell. He's mm-hmm. great. He's got what some good ideas. So wonderful. Bonding. Outliers. Gladwell is, it serves Outliers. as an apology. Yeah. Outliers. Outliers was so really good. interesting. And I left yes. my son back a couple of years in school. It's so rare to have a true public intellectual, you know, who just wears the mantle. Uh, Anyway, so. Yes. Do you want, do you want, we We do We cut to five hours later. Um, He has shoveled um, almost the entire driveway. Uh, We see the cynical man's wife watching from the window. She's kind of titillated because the snow shoveler has taken off his his sweatshirt is now bare-chested, uh, shoveling in the snow. Do you see how fast he did it? He's so yeah. much faster than you were doing it. It's like you're the same age. Uh, he, he, might be, well, he might be a couple years younger, but I take your point. It's uh, 
Yeah, he's really, really good. I think he could definitely put the shirt back on. I think he doesn't even feel the cold. I I guess guess when you have that kind of muscle, you don't feel the cold as much. I know, but it's still, it's not wise to take the shirt off. I'm surprised. Bing bong. Okay. Oh, oh, I'll answer it. Mm. Hi, Hi, you're doing such a great job out there. Hello there. there. I didn't know you were somebody who lived here. Hello. Hi. Yeah, that's my... That's my wife. Oh, I, I can speak for you. myself. I'm, of course you can. Yes. I That's just my wife. Me. Do you have a do you have a like a towel of some sort? I'm just covered in sweat right now and I need to Here, you can use my sweater. Oh. Is it you. a good idea to take off your shirt like in this because it's so cold, even though you're sweating? Yeah, you probably like... have good ideas about what you should do during shoveling snow. Like you know all about the protocols. Let him do his job. Yeah. Would you like some hot cocoa? I would love some. That would be great. I bet it's delicious. Oh, I'll go the make way you, you some make in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Here, you sit down wherever you want. You I'll sit, sit right on this seat. chair here. Yeah. That's actually, can I just say, that's you. That's my, I usually sit there at this table. <laughs> well, she said sit wherever you want. So. I know she did, but that's, I usually sit there. Do you, are you asking me to get up now? Oh, would you please? Yes. Could you please sit in a different, and could you please put your shirt on? Okay, so though I have two requests. Please put a shirt on and please don't sit in my usual chair. Okay. Sir. I'm going to answer those in reverse order. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to put my shirt on because one thing okay. you don't seem to understand is that you need to let the sweat cool. It's a body, it's a system your body has. And we see behind them in the window that the, so the blizzard on. has <laughs> increased <laughs> like <laughs> tenfold <laughs> and the, the driveway's being filled up again and it's come down harder than it had the entire week. And I'm not going to get out of your chair. Here's your cocoa. Make yourself comfortable. If you want some, go pour it yourself. Oh my God. This is outrageous. Oh my God. Look how hard the snow's coming down. filling up again. Uh, All right. This is no weather to go home in. Would you like to spend the night here tonight? I think I would. I think I would. Is there a room for me to sleep here? Is there a place that I can lie down and get? Rest my Actually, weary bones. No, we don't. We don't have the the couch doesn't fold out. And we don't have a guest room. There you is, can use our bedroom. What? Grace, I'm gonna I'm gonna head up there right now. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. You're going to bed now? Yeah. The sun goes down. Outrageous. What are you just, honey? What are you doing? So he's up there for like five hours, like not even near sunset. He's just getting ready for bed. What's so weird about that? What is he doing in our room with his shirt off and that cup of hot cocoa up there? I don't know. What what would he be doing up there? Should I bring him a shirt? Don't go. No more interacting between the two. I don't like this at all. Do you guys have a shirt down there? This one's no good anymore. Okay. Can somebody bring me a shirt who's not a person that I've had negotiations with? I don't understand what that means. I'll bring him a shirt and be right back. And we cut what to an hour and a half me? later, and she hasn't come back. Oh, this is unbelievable. What? I'm going up there. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. What do you want? I the, would like to know. We're kind of in the middle of something right what now. What are you in the middle of? What are you in the middle of? She came in there to get. Why is the door locked? Why have you locked our bedroom door? Can you let this get finished and then we will open the door? Let what get finished? Also, I'm not going to charge you, but I did have to install the lock myself.
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What is bothering you? See, on Airwolf, they didn't let us do cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> sketches that's a big right. earwolf that rule? rule yeah <laughs> yeah oh the that's like <sighs> bullshit man sponsors right man they're always talking about the sponsors um <laughs> i had pushback on our jason aldean episode that's so oh fun god of course Out of, that's why i shouldn't be on twitter right nobody <laughs> nobody should be on twitter i i i it all it does is make me upset yeah Mm-hmm. And I still read it all the time. Oops, sorry. Well, that's the whole game. <laughs> that was Elon that's- Musk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. He's pissed. <laughs> Such a funny old school ring. I know. I don't know why I did that. It's not. I think I just changed my ring to that. One ring a dinging. Twitter, yeah. I I don't miss Twitter. I really I don't miss it. Uh. And my also, when I check in with Instagram, it really is bothering me how much people only post when they're having a good time with their friends yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just like, I don't want, I, I, <laughs> I don't need to see anything I'm missing out on. Uh, people, I wish people would yeah, put I on don't Instagram. Do that, and I also don't do times. like personal, like, I love you stuff on there. Like, I just tell Danielle, right. I, love, I love her to her face. <laughs> But how is she going to know yes. if it's true unless it gets uh, approved, like unless it gets hearted yeah. by a lot of people? Yeah. <laughs> but you I did like- do that. I will say I did do that the other day. It was my parents' 57th wedding anniversary. And I posted a photo of them and said, you know, happy anniversary or whatever. And they, I think my dad saw it. I don't think my mom saw it, whatever. But what was nice is a lot of people who they would be happy to hear from learned about it and like commented sure. on it I'm and sure whatever it was a cool photo too well it wasn't cuz i was in it but they uh you know i'm going to send them all the stuff and go like these are all the people like people that i went to nursery school with you know were 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 checking in on it uh i think that's cool i don't want to be too cynical on this i just think it's funny i guess i i have someone in mind that's a relative in particular who isn't very nice to their wife but like in real life but like presents mm-hmm. to the world on social media like are on great. her birthday and their fucking anniversary like look how in love we are mm-hmm. and it's like why don't you say it to her dude yeah <laughs> and that's another extreme example but there's there's some stuff you're like who are you who are you showing off like what you just said you're not showing off for anybody no 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 i just i i you're being reverent of your parents right. love versus right. like look at me and my wife and my love for her and how great I am for the love I have for her. Right. Am I being too cynical? Is that not what those posts are saying, Brat? <laughs> no comment. Performative. <laughs> yes, performative. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Nobody puts anything on there that they don't want. It's not like telling a story about themselves or depicting themselves yeah. in a way they want to be depicted. Yeah. But isn't that the nature of talking about yourself for the most part is? Well, I don't do that either. 
Never. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't know anything about you. I barely recognize you. Um, but I feel like people are always the hero of their own story. And this is just another version of that, you know? Yeah. I'm not yes, advocating in for In words it, but... at a social event, if you're just going, I had the best time and we went to the coolest place. Okay, that is something you could say. But then after a while, you'd go, ugh. Stop talking about yourself. And it sounds like you're bragging. Um, I went to lunch yesterday with a couple of our friends from the swarm. And I guess I should have just posted pictures and said, look at these two fucking assholes. You know, that would have been more, <laughs> more realistic of what was going on instead of like, this was great. So I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I like seeing like a straight ahead. This was great. This was a fun time post, but there is a, I feel like there's a difference between. I think Andy's more talking about the ones where it's like wealth and money being spent is, 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 it's like, it's a, it's a lavish party or it's a look at the spread at the restaurant or, or look at my vac. I'm out on a fucking sweet ass beat. And is that yeah. more what you're talking about versus I'm or in a cafe like, with my two friends? Almost acting fake. Like, Well, I brought $50,000 in cash and gave yeah. each of them <laughs> Put it on the table. a bunch of bills to hold in the photos we took. The thing is, when you're posting on Instagram what you're up to, you can't predict what I'm going to be jealous of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it might be lots of things. It might be just look who I ran into on the picket line. And I'm like, oh, I would have loved to have been there on the picket line and had that run in and that fun mm. conversation with that person. And now, but I wasn't. And now I got to hear. We, about we it. cut to the picket line and hey, man, what's up? <laughs> You follow me on Instagram, right, Andy? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I don't check it very often. I didn't but I see you. Uh, I saw yesterday, I follow you, and I saw oh, yeah. you um, hearting some other people's Instagrams. So you must have seen mine. Did you see those sunsets? Oh, I think. The Bahamas. So, oh, yeah. You posted those beautiful sunsets. Yeah, yeah man. Were, I didn't yeah, see yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you did see it. <clears throat> I did see it. That's true. I did. But uh, did I not? I Maybe I didn't like it. didn't. You didn't. You know, but do you? Yeah. That's heart me now, right? I um, mean, you don't have to on the app, but heart me now. Okay. So you, you were in the Bahamas? Yeah, I was there. Oh, man. Me and Danielle, we were at the... Oh, yeah. uh, at the Four Seasons, which is the most expensive resort. I know you said that. Yeah. They have yeah. the sand in front mm -hmm. of their hotel is so much better than the sand in front of other hotels. Like, I guess mm -hmm. they like rake it or something. Oh, like uh -huh. fine tooth rake it or something. I put yeah. that. Did you see yeah. that? I did. I saw I your, did some yeah. close ups of the sand and I did I know. comparison. I did. I saw that. That was really, yeah. Oh, hey, Matt. Matt, what's hey, going man. on, man? How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Can you that believe I got that? Can you believe I got that great uh, Ricardo Montalban memorabilia? Oh, oh, hey, <laughs> hey, Andy. Yeah, I totally hey. hearted that. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Oh, oh it's saw. going good. It's going really, really good. Uh, <laughs> what's up? 
with you. You see, are you okay? <laughs> you seem yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Or... I'm really yeah. good. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, I was on eBay and I got some Ricardo oh. Montalban memorabilia and I posted some photos of it and uh, got no feedback from you. Didn't see anything. Uh, right. That's true. Okay. Not that every day. Not every poster yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Autographed, amazing. by the way. Uh, do you know? I thought that was. Yeah, that do was Do you know him. that I'm like a, a huge, do you know that I'm a huge Ricardo Montalban fan? Do you know that? I don't know anything about you. You don't talk about yourself. No, that's true. Okay. <laughs> that's true. I am a very, very big Ricardo Montalban fan. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a fan of all kinds of stuff he's done that people don't even know about. Like I'm a big Ricardo Montalban fan. So when I saw that you, yeah. I don't even know, I don't even know that you're a Ricardo Montalban fan, but you've got all this memory. I was like, to be honest with you, that it made me mad. It made me, and I felt that's exactly how I felt about your sunset on the Bahamas pictures. What? I, it, it, there was no pleasure for me in looking at you having a nice time at the Four Seasons <laughs> with the perfect sand in the Bahamas at sunset, and that was like the I most thought beautiful my friends sunset. might be interested in things that are perfect. I'm not. I'm and the fact bragging that you, or showing you where I'm on oh, vacation, I'm bragging. showing you a perfect sunset. I'm and maybe you, you feel sand. like I should have gotten, I should have won the auction for the Bob, Bob Crane poster. <laughs> <laughs> it no, came down you. to I, one or the other. And I chose Ricardo Montalban and now you're furious because I got it. I don't give a shit about Bob Crane. That would have been great. Thank you. Yes, that guy was a fuck up. But that would have been great if you had got that poster instead of that Ricardo Montalban stuff. And you, what do you mean you're not bragging? When you say no filter, what's the point of saying no filter? The point is that I am having this experience as beautifully as you think I am. The experience is this great. Hey, do you want some of my sunset photos? I took a billion of them. Why would I, I want them? share them with you and you can post them. No, that's not the point. I don't give a shit. Just say they're your sunsets, dude. I don't give a fucking shit. That's not You're the so point. You're so upset about them. No, I don't want to brag about something. I'm, I'm, Here, I'm, I'm right now. I'm sending oh, them to you. I Here don't you want go. Them. These are ones I didn't post on a different day. The sunset was different, but equally as beautiful. You can I'm, use I'm, these. I'm declining these Holy airdrops. Holy shit. Yes. The airdrops. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I can't believe it. I just won the auction for the... For the Eight is Enough cast album when they did a uh, production of Carousel on the show and then they recorded the album live. You're kidding me. <laughs> I got really? the album on vinyl. Yes. Oh, I've been trying for this for a long. Oh, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything, I guess. Huh? I guess I probably it's pissed okay. you off, it's Andy. Huh? Are you a big you Eight is Enough fan? I <sighs> big Carousel fan. I'm a big fan of Carousel and Eight is Enough and vinyl records and winning auctions. But there's something to tell you the truth. It's not as bad hearing it in person from you like this and being here when it happened. Like, I understand why you would say it because it just happened. OK, this is fine. I'm a little bit jealous. But when you publish it to the world like that, that's a real brag. Here, I'm texting you a photo of the album. Can you hold it up no, in front of you that. so I can take a picture of you holding up the photo yeah. so I can put that up on my Instagram and say, yeah. hey, look, I won this album and this fucking asshole hated it because he was so... <laughs> So I'm jealous. posting your rant on my Instagram right now. How are you doing that? Were you recording me that whole time? Yeah. Got to make content during the strike. <laughs> How does this help the strike? This doesn't help the strike. Shows the studios we don't need them to make good content. I just oh. think the AI stuff is bullshit. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to put that on my sign. I bet Daly doesn't agree. 
The AI thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I think we could kick that one down the can about a decade. I'm not worried about it. What is bothering you? Can I ask you guys... I know I probably had before, but it just happens over and over again in life. When you you feel helpless on something, and I don't mean like a disease overtaking you or being trapped in a wrecked car. I mean like something is broken and you can't fix it, but you can't get anyone else to fix it. And you feel like what circle of Dante's hell... I have that going with my sprinkler system, which isn't even that large. It doesn't, it's not even that, I don't have a much of a yard that the sprinkler does good for. But I cannot repair a fucking leak on this sprinkler, guys. And I have sprinkler guys come and they say it's fixed. And then two weeks later, I'm like, oh my God. And then I get another one and they always... In the same way, I would speak about improv to someone. I guess I try, would. I be so it's, condescending. It's broken. My improv is broken. Right. I don't think I'd be such as condescending as some of them are to me. Who like you're you're bringing in like irrigation people and they're they're being condescending to you about your sprinkler system or whatever any expert i mean this is kind of a trope of going to a get your car fixed of like they just make you feel like you know how could you not understand what what's wrong here and and how to fix it yes and like with a car i if you told me you're gonna have to fix this car to save your life or your family's life i probably couldn't do it i probably could fix this sprinkler system but it would be mangled. It would be post-apocalyptic looking, right? Like I could figure it out, but it would it, it would wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be done well. So that's what, almost what makes me a little more infuriated. I see where the leak is. I feel like I could probably, if I did a YouTube video and went to the store and bought a piece of pipe and saw it, I could probably, but I don't want to, and I won't do it well. Like, at least with the car, I know, oh, I'm just way out of my game here. You could say anything. I'm going to go, okay. I, I think you would do it well. With it. I think you could do it. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think you watch enough take. YouTube tutorials and do the job yourself. I believe you would could do Would you it. do that, Andy? Um, I might. Really? I, I have. I, I recently... Heard myself say to someone, and I Go meant ahead. it when I said it, I said, I believe I could do, I could learn to do anything I, <laughs> because there are enough YouTube tutorials. This is exactly what I'm talking about then. Yeah. Uh, I recently said that, that I, and, and I have, I have some drainage project that I think I'm going to do myself and it's crazy, but I think I'm going to do it. That's um, almost exactly what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. Look at you. Yeah. I built a garden. 
<laughs> there's that doesn't impress me yet because all what, i think of mean? is a lot oh, of dirt got you know, no, the built it. built is the part that i'm like what does that mean that feels like the impressive part like you just yeah. dig you dig stuff in the ground and you throw a couple of carrots in there and all of a sudden you have a garden but building yeah, Sean, a garden that's that's in my dream bubble right now when he says I, that, but he says built i'm like what's he building yeah i built a rat and rodent proof garden box <laughs> right covered in hardware mesh with hinges a door that opens with hinges and we cut to and he's in the middle of this description to uh his next door neighbor what do you mean and hinges hinges like i went to the hardware store and i bought hint like a door hint so you can open the cup you can open the top of it and mm. get in there and you can do all your you, you know. know what hinges are honey why are you being so obtuse I, yeah. I, it's not that I don't know. I don't know why it's been taking so long on it. Mm. It's just you've been working on this. <laughs> yeah. You, you say that's time. a rodent trap? It's not. Well, I do have, believe me, I've got traps all over the place. But this is not about trapping them. This is about keeping them out <laughs> of the garden. Okay. And so right. it's. When you, you started earlier in the summer and I asked, and you said you were going to build a garden. I was to my wife, I was like, what does he mean build a garden? Uh, yeah. And uh, did you did say that. Seems said like, that. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like you've been working on the the fort against vermin mm-hmm. more than the garden aspect. You really haven't even dug it, up your it, garden, it, your it, dirt yet. It feels like it's become a bigger project than it needs to be. And we were just curious as to when, <laughs> if there was like a a deadline for when it was going to end with all the yeah, hammering and the drilling thing? and the, you know. Oh, no, I don't have a deadline in mind at all. Okay, in fact, great. to tell you the truth, like... I'm not personally that interested in growing produce or vegetables out here or whatever. That was like my wife wanted to do that. And she was upset that the rodents kept getting to it. And I just said, oh, declare war on the rodents that I'm interested in. Isn't just your little wall there with the spikes enough and the hinges? Like what's the moat thing? And then is that glass and nails and stuff? Well, it's very, it's all trial and error with rodents because they're very smart. But so right now I have a whole system to try and confuse them and exhaust them before they can even get to the the uh, any of the defenses. So that by the time they're here, because I want them to be so sort of taxed by the time they get to this system of traps that they w- won't outsmart the traps. And well, how then, are they going to get through the cactus maze? I think that's just enough. Yeah. A well, human couldn't get through that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Nobody. No, you couldn't. So, yeah, by the time they because they're motivated enough to get to this garden. By the time they get there, they're stuck with all these, you know, cactus spikes and stuff like that. They're having a real hard I, I, time. I don't want to creep you out or make it sound like I just sit here and watch your your backyard or whatever, but like the window over our sink overlooks your yard. So sometimes if I'm washing my hands or washing dishes or drinking water yeah. from the sink, I'll see mm-hmm. I'll just like notice out the back yeah. window. No, I've seen like, you up there. I've yeah, seen you up I'm there like, a lot. She loves seen, sink water. Yeah. Oh, it's delicious. But I, but I, I feel like I see things moving in the moat. Like there's things in there. Like there's something living in the moat. E, sure. Okay. Yes. There's there are things living in the moat. Yes. I guess correct. I'm trying to find well, out. Tell what us that what is. that is. Yeah. That's living so, next to us. Whatever's in your yeah. Moat. We live here. I don't know if you noticed, but this is our house. Okay. No, I know. That's fine. Yes. And also, and I, is whatever in the moat less not, vile yeah, than not a rodent? Yeah. 
Uh, in my opinion, yeah, a lot less vile. So I have, and I will get rid of them before they get too big, but they are like adolescent <laughs> alligators, and there's just three alligators. Of them. Adolescents. Yes. <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> yeah, they are teenage alligators. You realize we're retired. What a double whammy. <laughs> you think I want to live next to teenagers Delete. and alligators? Jesus. It is not in my interest to allow these alligators to wander off my property at all. So I have made sure that these are, look, this is an alligator proof wall. They can't get, they well, can't They get better out. stay within the cactus maze and that so-called alligator proof wall. They don't want any part of it, but they, uh, you know, I don't feed them. And they, the only thing they can eat is uh, rats and possums and whatever else comes around to try and get, you know, once it gets through the cactus maze, they have to try and get across that moat somehow. And it's I measured it out exactly. They can't they can't jump it. They got to get in and try and we to cut to a montage of him through the even though he said he was almost done through the fall and the winter, he, he built more and more layers dun, to rodent defense. And then finally spring came and he actually dug into the earth and put fertilizer down and, and planted some uh, vegetables, which did grow. And because his wife worked on that part and the, the vegetables got really big and he had some, some big uh, watermelon and some squash and some huge succulent tomatoes and some nice peppers. All right. Looks like your garden's working out. Man, it's fantastic. Look at this. What does that sound? Did you good, hear that? Good is sink it, water. That's your goddamn alligator. No. It was just me drinking. No. It was just me drinking some sink water. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> Sorry, honey. That's okay. That's okay. But I just wanted to say this is She does sound like a goddamn alligator. <laughs> a fucking pit. I wasn't gonna say it. Or I drinks. wasn't gonna say it. You know, sometimes I'll run out there because I'll be like, oh shit, the alligator got a rat. And it'll be she's up there drinking sink water. Yeah, she doesn't. Know. Look, I don't yeah. mean to oh, sound. Hi, honey. I, yeah, I think it looks great out there. You're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. But here's a weird thing. I majored in international philosophy, but I did minor in medieval warfare. So <laughs> here's something you should be aware of that when things were set up that way with the moats and the mazes and the traps and all that stuff, one thing that happened a lot was the opponent army would tunnel their way in. They would find a way to tunnel under everything from, from very far away. Sappers, they were called. They would sap. I don't know why they were called sappers, but they were, they would find, they would tunnel their way in. And so I just think you need to be aware that there could be a lot going on underneath the ground that you don't know about. So I would, I would harvest things very quickly. Well, she I wish there's no ancient that. history. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd mentioned that a long time ago, but now I know exactly, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pour like a bed of concrete uh, all around. <laughs> It's going to have to, I have to rethink this from the ground up, literally, and just, uh, or from the ground down because it's, yeah. Okay. It's, and it's just going to be like a, yeah, it's going to be like a concrete box that the garden resides within the box that outside of which is the moat and then the various mazes. 
They and dug then, out the garden and put in a parking lot. <laughs> and scene. Humans, I think we've done a lot of sketches, scene skits today that could be fables to teach children how to behave. Well, so let's turn this episode into a book. I'm just going to take a picture of this for my Instagram. No, don't do that. <laughs> We had such a good time. So, humans, this is the first independent recording of Improv for Humans off of Earwolf. Yeah! I felt so free. We did a lot of things we could never have done on Earwolf. Yeah, we had a lot of themes that were on the forbidden list. Uh (laughs) I used to hate going into the Earwolf offices and we'd get that long list of things not to mention on the show. Mm-hmm. I always said, just put it up on the wall if you're going to give it to us. Every and they would time. give us a paper list. It felt wasteful. <laughs> it's like a binder. And after but I did the show like 20 or 25 times, I had the list memorized. I was like, I don't need one. They're like, we have to, we legally have to give you a copy of this. Mm-hmm. You, know you have to initial is, everyone. If yes. you read that list and you initial it every time, it, st- it starts to brainwash you. And I stopped in my writing using certain themes and words mm-hmm. and in my improv outside of Earwolf, it was dangerous. And that's why I'm just glad we're free, Brad, and yeah. fellow improvisers. Thank God. It's good to be free from the tyranny. What's your uh, ad situation now? Are you doing ads? Yeah, what's your ad situation? <laughs> <laughs> that's a normal How are you question. Doing- how are you doing ads these days? Are you what's the what's the revenue split on the ads for you? But humans, that's a good question. We can't count on ads anymore. We're going to have our own member full page. Isn't that's that right, Brett. It might All right. be up at this very moment. It should be up. And that's how we get support for these improvisers. That's how yeah. they get paid. That's how Brett gets paid and that's how we will survive on member full subscriptions is my answer to that that's at, right uh andy and addy okay that Imp-pop. stuff is going to be our our stepping stone yes <laughs> wow oh wow See, he brought that circle. Circle. Oh, yeah. and this is when brett will edit in a slow fade improv for humans.com <laughs> that's where you go to support the show keep being human improv for humans is produced by matt besser and brett morris music by dragoon please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts For ad-free archives, bonus scenes from the new episodes, exclusive Discord access, new deep dive podcasts into the craft of improv, plus music and sci-fi bonus shows and premium limited series, go to improv4humans.com and sign up for the Rule of Four plan. Only $4 a month or $40 a year. By subscribing you are giving us the ability to pay our brilliant guests and giving us all a platform for more interaction and lots more comedy.